0: And thank you for tuning in to the Business and Wealth Show with your host, Mac Catrum. Let's go. And also, listen, if you are not already doing our business growth quiz, go ahead and take the business growth quiz now. What is the business growth quiz? Well, any area of your business, if you're not sure why isn't my business working, take the business growth quiz. I created it. It'll allow you to understand which area of your business you need to focus on. So you don't suffer or have these challenges. It could be sales. It could be marketing. It could be your leadership. It could be your team. It could be customer service. But you get that free report by taking the quiz at businessgrowthquiz.me. Businessgrowthquiz.me. Go and do it now. Now, I have an absolute pleasure to introduce one of my friends here. And um, this gentleman you're going to learn from in a moment he helps people to become financially independent or financially free or have another source of income without worrying about money and he does that in a very unique way using the capital markets now if you're thinking mac what did you say capital markets what is that that's why i've asked this expert sam on Ibanjo to come in to explain with us to us why business owners, entrepreneurs need to understand the capital markets and how that affects them, how it affects your business, how it affects your wealth, how you can use it to create wealth, and how you can use it to be free if you so choose to. So Sam, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Business and Wealth Show. Thank you so much, Mac. Good to be here. You're most welcome. Thank you. And Sam, you know, generally when I start these Conversations, and we got listeners from all over the world. I just wanted to know. I want everyone to know the person in front of you know person in this interview. So tell us about your entrepreneurial background. I know it's varied, and we had a uh, we had we sat down at lunch one day and uh, at an, an event. That's where I first met you. It was fantastic. Tell us about your entrepreneurial background. Was it an easy journey? How did you become an entrepreneur before you know you started teaching and coaching others? to to make money through the capital markets.
1: Okay. That's a fab question. And you know what? I'm going to actually share something that I've not shared in this way before. And that's because of the way you asked the question. And um, honestly, when you were asking the question and I was actually thinking of it, I actually remembered the first entrepreneur that I came across. That was my mom. (laughs) That was a lady that would sit down and cross her leg and think and say, well, if this isn't working, why don't we try that? And as a, as a boy, I didn't really understand, but I remember very early, she, she was a fashion designer with a fashion shop. And very early, somewhere around 11, I was around 11 years old, she bought her first taxi, br- brand new car, I and mean, we painted it. And I was I, 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 I don't know. It's like, a, well, say hi to the driver. And as long as we were eating and drinking, I was happy. But as I grew, I actually started thought, hold on, my mom knows how to reinvent herself. Right. He learn how to reinvent and how to actually have more than one stream of in- of income. And this is a lady that didn't go to university, unlike yeah. my father, who was uh, University of Birmingham law, and he only had one stream of income.
0: Right,
1: right. I think very early, unknown to me, I was exposed to that that approach to you know don't take things at face value and actually recognise that education, as good as it is, is designed to keep you employed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is what I learned from it. My father, very brilliant man, he grew up the ladders and he was designed to be employed. And my brothers went through the same thing. Whilst my mother seemed to know how to just try different things and have just have more money. And I think I just gravitated towards her And I didn't really think of it to just just now, you know. I just actually, that's actually true. So, um so so the entrepreneurial journey for me I think I was exposed at an early age to possibilities I think that's what it is I realized early that if one door's shut you don't sit down and cry there you can always look around and try for another door I, I think unknown to me it was imbibed yeah so I think I think that's a very fair and transparent start that, that was it so it's, did, it, it, it's the mind what my mind was exposed to my eyes what I, what I was seeing because it wasn't what people were saying it's what i was seeing happen to write this uh, work so i could see it that was my first step into enterprise
0: so were you ever a an employee like your father or okay so how long were you an employee at what stage did you say hey this is okay enough so, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so without up all my ex employers but i worked for, Many years for Vodafone in Banbury. It was a nice experience. It was a fixed income, though. It was fixed. It was like, no matter how much you wished to spend a bit more with the family, you knew it was going to hit your account that Friday, save some pennies. No matter how good you were, it was fixed. It wasn't bad, but it was fixed. Um, And then my other employer was called NetVisions Global. That was an IT company. And that was where I had my first taste of, do you know what? The more you produce, the more money you make. And it was in Covent Garden. And I loved it. I had a base. I think I think my base was 40,000. But then with sales, you could just keep on rocketing and you could taste wow. 60, taste 70, and start feeling the whole thing. But unfortunately, that company, um, after some time, collapsed. Wow. And that's when the hole came in. And, and I thought, do you know what? I need to get another job that tasted like Net Visions. And the next place I went to, um, I quickly found that the environment... You see, nowadays we use words like environments are enabling or not enabling. Back then, I just, you know, that environment, the last job was I didn't like that environment. But looking back at it, I said, that was, that's what people call toxic. Right. It just wasn't the right place. And there was this particular afternoon, I just got up from my seat for lunch. And... I just started to walk off for lunch and I just, I just walked home. You never came back. I just, I didn't come back. I just, I just walked home. I thought, why am I subjecting myself to this poisonous environment? Mm. Because they were, because people were very petty. They were asking about, you can't use your phone. You can't use your personal phone. Put it away. It shouldn't be on the desk. Things that didn't happen in net visions. I thought, I can't grow up to be a big boy. And then you squash me back down. I said, no, no way. So I just, I just walked out. It it was, I just thought I can't break my spirit to get paid. I said it's enough. It was just enough
0: for me. It reminds me when I first started my business about what was that, 23,
1: 24 years. Hey, are you sure you're you sure you're that age, (laughs)
0: man? And the reason why I'm saying that is I love your story because I, I remember having a disagreement. Let's call it an argument with my regional manager at the time. And I was thinking, you know, weeks had gone by, just um, the environment, I'm not liking it. And I remember after that last argument or disagreement, I came in the next day, I handed my notice and I resigned. And for 23, 24 years, I've never had to work for anybody else. I went on to this entrepreneurial journey. So I hear what you're saying. So what, what, so what happened after that? Uh, did you work for another company or did you say, hey, look, what happened?
1: no see the truth of it is that this is where people that are well i'm a bit bold but i knew it's like this this could be trouble right but i just thought i'm not going back there right got home in a huff and a puff not doing it anymore and i think the next day i remembered that in about three weeks time my rent was due and i thought right so i need to do something i've got some savings right but i need to do something and then i went for um I went for one of these temp jobs, you know, one of these telly ones, but they say, just go on the phone and just telemarketing. I just thought, let me just do this
0: mm-hmm.
1: in case of the rent. And, but then it, it was very flexible. It was maybe four hours a day. So I had time to start thinking. And then from there, I, I just approached the guy and I said, look, if I work for your business and I bring in uh, sales for you, um, I will take this commission. But if I don't, don't pay me a penny. <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he thought, I said, yeah, that's what I'll do. Go on. And he, he was like, all right then. So he gave me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I remember the first two months, I made nothing. And the guy, he felt so guilty, but that was the deal because he knew I was slugging away. But month three, it started to come in. You know, when it came in, you, you just earn every penny, you just go for it month four. And then I think he, he, had a, he had a health issue. And he said, look, he wants to sell the business, but his books were not very straight. So I said... I'll buy it. Me and the other, I said, we'll buy it off you. But if you let us pay an installment, we'll buy it off you. Oh, really? And goes, I think he, he just thought, he said, who else would buy this off him this quick? That's right. And that's how we agreed. He so, said, right, you guys, you have to pay me this amount uh, quarterly and it's yours. My goodness. And that is how opportunity and being bullish, it, this is it. It was like, just go for it. Like I just, I just landed up and I thought, hold on. This is no longer about closing at five there's no more five here now. This is my business. If I'm going to stay here till nine, I'll stay here till nine. And that is how I went into this business. And I remember it was called PDCL, Professional Development Centre, and it was on on Ephra Road in Brixton. Right.
0: Right. That that, that was the beginning. And then your entrepreneurial journey starts with all the headache and all the joys and victories and everything that comes with it. So let me ask you this. Tell us now I know more about that, and I know you get you you you're very philanthropic, and you help women, and you do a lot of stuff. But I want to get to y- your main thing, which is really uh, been a, a, one of the leading coaches helping people utilize the 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 capital markets to gain wealth or to become financially free or create passive income. Tell us a, tell us about your work, you the work you do.
1: Right. So before I start on that, I need to just use. Probably a minute to, to to explain a huge pain I experienced. Sure,
0: yeah, do that. Um, I was to come to
1: rolling up, yeah, rolling up to uh 2008. I I started to so from somewhere around 2003 four, I was winning a lot of public sector contracts. Uh, then it was uh, the mayor's office had the LDA, so we had LDA contracts, Business Link for London contracts, London South Bank University contracts, University of Greenwich contracts, London Borough of Lambeth, London Borough of worth. we had I was quite I was doing quite well in um the public sector and that mean I had staff, I had office wearing a tie, looking important, you yeah. know, and the turnover was good. Like, it was so good that I was able to get my accountant to come in twice a week and just do our books. It was that good. Right. So we're looking at the upper six, we were really going very close to seven figures. You, you could see it. See, so that's it yeah. right there. But um people that remember 2008 there was the great crash, right, in this country. And with that. This whole idea of the public sector always spend, that idea was tested because public spending center was always spending, not like private sector, but always was spending. But come 2008, they had to cut back. Okay. And that cut back just gave me a punch that knocked the wind out of me because we're looking at about six contracts all about the same time saying, Sam, you're a great guy, but there's no more money we can't after this we can't renew this Uh, we're being cut people are losing their jobs so departments are being folded we we, so we used to get our contracts from regeneration anyway you hear that regeneration regen that was all local enterprise development they were just being shut all across so literally as they were shutting my phone started to ring less uh the bank account started to slow down and um, all those overdrafts that I could service like a joke. I was like, gosh, those credit cards, i was like, they're a joke. It all became trouble. It's like, gosh, it hit me again. And I think the worst part was having to let go of staff that I knew their families. Because oh, that was very painful because their kids would come in and say hi to them, give them sweets. And then all of a sudden you couldn't do it anymore. Oh, not, I was willing to do it, but I could not financially do it for them because it was them. And then after that I had to shield my family at it you know so it was a very 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 painful time and by the time I raised up my head this was uh, 2010 2011 because there was a bit of a wilderness between that in that happened I had to accept that that model had gone and all of a sudden came this crazy thing called social media out of the blue came this Facebook and and this not we used to send faxes. Yeah, uh, I hand bills uh-huh. and you take loads of posts, give it to a boy, go to the post office, post yeah. it.
0: Yeah,
1: and all of a sudden, there was this disruption. So it was like wh- I was offended. I said, like, How dare you come, you whoever you are, Americans? And I was stupidly fighting change. Right.
0: right. But I
1: recognized one day that I'm the idiot. That look, Incredible. this change is here, and I found myself being the oldest person in the class. The guy that was and then the guys teaching this stuff were younger, but I can't really dwell on that. So I'm going to jump into the capital markets and how this happened. But So what I'm really trying to point out here is that it came from a point of pain, a point that said never again will I allow myself to be exposed to any type of direct or indirect puppet master. Because what that taught me was that even though it was my company, I was still indirectly employed by the government. Right. Because the moment they cut it, I couldn't sustain myself. Yeah. So it was it was another employment issue. It was just indirect, and it was very, very. It was it was so painful. It, it, looking back at it now, it's like this is where some people just give up or go back to employment or commit suicide or just leave the country. But we made it through. We made it right through there. So my search then was, what can we do? What can I put my hands on that never again will I get told or dictated to by a third party? and this was the first time i stumbled on the capital markets and the first time i did it some guy just told me some and cuz i didn't understand it it was mm. it was like latin to me and then the second time was like latin the third time like latin but all of a sudden you know but when you keep on going back all of a sudden it clicked okay and when it clicked i realized that every single night when you and i leave our money in our bank accounts or when we pay our council tax all of that money or our insurance policies, all that money is just moved from those accounts and traded on the capital markets. Hmm. And even if it makes a 6% yield, it's given back to you at the same amount. So the same 100,000 pounds we left there, traded it, 6% yield, add it to another set of money, 10, £10 million pounds on the markets, 6% yield in 24 hours. Uh, so we're saying 600,000 pounds made. Take your money back. You don't know any, wiser. They've created wealth. And I thought, that's me. I'm going there because if they can do it, I'm going there. And I realized there was no boss. There was no one to change policy or inflation couldn't affect us. And all these things that are even going on now, yeah. it's, 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 we've been able to look back and think, I, I remember that, but it doesn't affect us anymore. And wow. because my purpose in coaching isn't so much about me becoming rich, it's more. You see, I'm the guy that when I do my, um, what's it called, my profiles, I'm more defined as a servant leader. Yeah, I will lead, but I want to lead to serve. And that's why coaching just comes very easy to me because I want everyone to come along. I don't want anyone left behind and I can share information and talk. So I think a combination of, of who I am has not only made me a successful trader, but has made me a successful coach because anything I know, I'm adamant that people have to share in that knowledge. Right? I can speak to, I can speak to mothers about their children and holidays and, you know, time freedom and, and the reason why they don't have to leave. They don't have to miss special days in, at school. You know, when you've got time freedom, you can say, no, I, I can do that. When you have financial freedom, you can buy what you want for your kids. And, when you start to touch the hearts and minds of people, as yeah, I, I am, I'm not meant to be a slave. I'm not meant to be tied to this job. And men as well, you can actually move your families along. I just find that people get it, they appreciate it, and then comes the the work of actually teaching it in a very, very transparent manner. Well, so th- that, that yeah. is a really speedy, now that's my wine, that's how it came about. It was a fight against, you know, I call it economic slavery. I was, I didn't yeah. want to be bound anymore. I'm, I'm the rep, the rebel. That says no, no
0: to you slavery. Check this, out. <laughs> check this out. everyone. So what, what I'm hearing, Sam say is, look, if you have, you know, at one stage he was bound by the employing employer, right? He couldn't do anything. He couldn't even check his phone. Whatever he's told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Then he starts his entrepreneurial journey. Falls into it by accident things are going so well making good money suddenly he realized he was bound by the public sector and the governments and he couldn't you know once that those contracts went his income went as well so when you say capital markets you're talking about stock market are you you're talking about forex what is the capital market Let me.
1: sorry right so what the capital (laughs) markets means it means when you hear people say money markets financial markets it means Everything to do with stocks and a stock is um, or everything to do with the shares of a company that is a PLC. So everything to do with Amazon, everything to do with um, Tesla, everything to do with any bank you can imagine, anything to do with petroleum and oil, anything to do with with gold, anything to do with cocoa, wheat, platinum, all those big things, anything to do with American Airlines, all those big companies you think about, they're all traded on the capital markets they traded as indices shares commodities forex or even cryptos but they're all in that marketplace so and it's worth 132 trillion Brilliant. so even when you speak about huge um, real estate developers huge ones they are traded on the markets as well so they're all in that same capital markets and they're being governed by a 24-hour clock mm. meaning that even though it's this time right now in the UK, Uh in the US, it's in the morning, in Asia, they are, they're still sleeping. So the clock goes round, meaning that when it's time for us to go to bed at 10 or 11, 11 or 12, Asia's up, Australia's up, they're trading. So you can trade this capital markets 24 seven, you can trade the UK, the US, China, Japan, Australia, the whole world. It's one agreed capital markets. So once you're trading it, you can make money from any point in there.
0: So there's ways of making money or the way um, rich people do it when they know what they're doing. So there are different ways of making capital markets is one of them. So for the entrepreneurs listening, small business owner thinking, well, I'm just I'm a a consultant. I'm, I'm an architect. I'm a coach. I'm just getting on with this. Why am I listening to this podcast? What's the what's the relevance to me about capital markets? Why should I even be bothered? about the capital markets? What difference does it make to my life, economically or otherwise? Yeah, yeah,
1: good. And I would say this, one thing, one opportunity, there's an opportunity here, there's an opportunity for you to make a second, third, fourth stream of income. But if by all means you are already absolutely financially comfortable, you're financially free, this might not be for you. So I'll put my hand up, this isn't for everyone. It's for the people that are saying, Can I get more streams of income? You know, can I get something that gives me, for example, anywhere between two to maybe 20 or 30,000 pounds extra a month? Can I do it from the comfort of my home? Can I do it without being glued to a computer? Can I say, I don't have to, I I don't, I can't watch this every day. I'm i I'm a surgeon, right? I'm, I'm billed. I can't watch this. I want to be able to set this up and check it next week. Or can it actually just bank my money for me by myself when I'm busy flying the plane? If if that's you, this is what this is about. This can bank, this can open a trade for you and close it for you while you're flying the plane or you're you're, you're saving someone's life as a surgeon or you're, you're busy. So people that want automated systems that can actually create a second, third, fourth, or even fifth stream of income, this is what it is. And and the streams, like I said, um, some people start off on. Fifty dollars a day, and and they love it. But there's quite a few people in my network that are on four and above thousand dollars a day. So it, it really and then there are people that are much bigger than us that are like doing some,
0: between fifty dollars a day to thousands of dollars every single day using using your system the, and, and and the capital markets. So someone's sitting there thinking, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I'm working eight hours a day, nine hours a day. Then I've got my family. And now you're talking about this thing, which my head can't even comprehend, but the money sounds good. The money sounds good, but I can't comprehend this. How many hours a day do I need in order to start making money this way? Well, almost passively, because there's no such thing as passive. You know, you have to put some effort in and then, you know, you have to grow your, you have to sow your seeds and then, and then you, you, you grow your crop later. So how many, how much time input do I need to put in at the beginning or maybe later on as well? Okay, good.
1: So for me, I've been fortunate enough to train over a 1000 people on the capital markets. So I have, I can tell you what I recommend. So I say, you need to put in a minimum of three hours a week. If you can do three hours a week consistently, for a minimum of six months, you will start to see money coming before six months. But when you get to six months to 12 months, you start to see consistency there's a difference between drops here and there and something becoming consistent so three hours a week on and let it
0: grow you will start to see uh, it it manifest three hours a week and then you'll see that consistency so you know when you said three hours I was like three hours a day no he said a week. (laughs) (laughs) that's where my head went but three hours you know three hours uh, a week I think most people can do right um setting this thing up Are you talking about three hours altogether or 30 minutes here, 20 minutes here, half an hour here? What what are you talking about?
1: So so my model is one hour in a class with me. Okay. Zoom room with me. One hour of that. When that's done, then you must spend 15 minutes reviewing what we've done. So that's that's 75 minutes. And then in the next 48 hours, use an hour to practice what we've done there. That makes it two hours plus. And then the the other 30 minutes, I'll give you um, material to read. Right. So if you follow that system, as we keep on going like that, you're going to you're gonna learn, you're going to practice it, learn something new, practice, and then you're going to start adapting. You're going to, first you're going to unlearn what you thought it was. Right. What you heard in the barber shop, you're going to unlearn that, or the hairdresser shop, you're going to unlearn that, then you're going to start saying, ah, and then you start seeing the proof and then you become convinced. And then you find out that you are selling it to yourself because you've seen it work. You say, right, this works. Doesn't matter what Sam says, I've tested it myself and I can see, and that's it in my account. Bam, this is it. That's that's the way I take people. I don't need to convince anyone. I need you to convince yourself. And for that to happen, I need to be transparent and I need you to be able to do it without me being there. And that's what we do in our classes.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is that this is not the get rich quick scheme. This is, hey, you want this. Let me hold your hands and show you the way. But you've got to do the work and you'll prove to yourself that you can make unlimited income for the rest of your life, but you will if you do it with my guidance, that will happen. So I love that. No get rich. I love
1: the way you put it. <laughs> I love the way you put it. I love the way you put it. That's exactly. You will prove to yourself. I will prove it to you. You're mm-hmm. going to prove to yourself. You said, right? This is it.
0: That's key. You know, there's a, there's a Bible saying that says um, lots of people heard it. Uh, give a, give a man a fish, and he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish. And he eats for a lifetime and what you are doing which i really love in the moment i want to go through some of your philanthropic work and the stuff you do with women as well um what i love about that you're saying hey i'm going to show you how to fish so you don't have to be at the subject of coronavirus you don't have to be the subject of the employer you don't have to be underhand of the government, because this is bigger than the government. And I think you quoted, this is a $120 trillion,
1: $132,
0: $132 trillion market. It's bigger than any government. And these movements of money are happening all the time, 24-7. What Sam, I'm hearing you say, is that, look, put yourself in the middle of that flow. And using my system, some of that flow of money will come to you. And you can then eventually quit your job if you want to or create another business or do whatever you want with your business. But at least you know how to earn money using a system, 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 system and consistency. When I'm teaching people about money and wealth, systems and consistency, find a system that works, be consistent with that system and you will generate wealth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and I love that I, I, I you, what you said there right this when you were speaking this is this is the simplest where I think I, I can actually explain it I'm not I'm no genius all I know how to do is I have it's we're, we're all on the beach we're on the beach it's summer right the waves are there we've got a board all I'm teaching you to do is I'm telling you to watch for the wave when the wave comes just ride it don't 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 go when there's no wave. Don't do that. I would teach you how to enter to ride the wave. Someone else is going to create the wave. JP Morgan, um, Warren Buffett, those guys, um, Tesla, they will create the wave. They're making billions. We will just ride the wave and make our thousands and come out of it. That's what we do. It's we don't create. There is no we're creating this. It's one hundred and thirty two billion trillion. Sorry. How how am I going to do that? All I do is I know when to jump on the wave and when to get off. Because if you don't know when to get off a wave, you, you might drown. So you need to know when to jump on it with board off. And that's it. That is how to trade.
0: I th- and I think that's the easiest way I can say it. Oh, wow. I love that. That's a great analogy. Now, you're listening to the Business and Wealth Show with Sam Bajo, and Mac Atram here, the business coach. And listen, remember to like, follow Subscribe, do whatever you need to do so we can bring you more awesome experts like Sam who puts these things in a different way you may not have thought of in order for you to create the lifestyle and the freedom that you really deserve. And that's the reason why we do this podcast, for you to create the lifestyle you want as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a family man, as whatever it is, understand there are ways of working smarter, not necessarily harder. So thank you for that, Sam. Sam, anything you want to add? I know you do the Women for Africa thing as well. Anything you want to add that Ivan said before we start wrapping up?
1: No, I, I think I think I think you you've you've said it. I think one of the things that you know, like I said, I'm about serving people, and that's why this, this is where the whole Women for Africa. This is why it works with me. It's like these are my mom's people; they're her gender. I know how she works, so it's very easy for me to actually help, support, and celebrate women because. Indirectly, I'm like, these are my mom's people. So there's no problem there. And then when it comes to, you know, serving people and awarding them, I think that is, that that's everything in my business, that's what it's made of. It's made of serving people. So it's, I think it's just second nature to me to, to actually be, people call it coaching. I call it being in my element. I'm happiest when I'm able to help that person solve a problem. I, I, <laughs>
0: Now, for those people who want to connect with you, what's the best and easiest way for them to either learn more from you, connect with you, find out more information?
1: Funny enough, I'm actually doing a six-week challenge right now. So it's not too – I mean, you're going to meet the tail end of it, but you can actually literally just uh, send me an email or you can go to my Insta. My Insta is uh, samonibanjo, that's Sam, O-N-I – well, my name's written there just below. So that's spelling there, O-N-I-G-B-A-N-J-O on insta on linkedin facebook or twitter and just literally send me a message uh i'll respond or my bot will respond or a team member will respond but i look at everything you know even if they do i'll still look at it right so um please do that or you send me an email if you want to right now and you can send it to sam at samunigbanjo.com and it'll come straight through to me or we have a team whatsapp so if you like that you can hit the whatsapp at seven7944 six five two six two five that's oh seven nine four four six five two six two five you can whatsapp that number uh text that number someone in my team will pick it up
0: yeah for those listening from abroad it's um plus four four on that number as well so sam i want to say thank you very much for uh the inspiration and the stories the um principles that you follow that you know with these things it opens people's minds and 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 broaden their horizons so reach out to sam see how he can support you there's no harm in asking a question and say hey this is my situation uh i love what you said with mac and um i've got this question nothing wrong with that as well and then i know the size of his heart because my wife told me the size of sam's heart after My wife went to her event, she loved it thoroughly. So next year I'll be going as well. So thank you, Sam. Take care, have a good rest of your day. And for all those listening, remember to subscribe, follow, and also make comments so we know what you got out of this. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. Take care. You're most welcome.